welcome to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Two senior girls from Fishers High School decided to enter a C-SPAN documentary film contest, and they came away with a second-place prize and split the $1,500 awarded for being second-place finishers nationally. The names of the ladies, Sophie Foley and Lauren Higginbotham. Now, Lauren could not make the recording session, but I did talk with Sophie Foley during the evening of Monday, June 3rd. I'm at the Hamilton East Library here in Fishers, right at the Nickel Plate District downtown, right next to the police station. You can't miss it. But at the Hamilton East Library, they have a new space, relatively new, a few months old. It's called the Ignite Space. They have all sorts of supplies for arts work. They have 3D printers, meeting rooms. And one thing they have is the AV studio where we are recording this today, which is used for video and audio productions. If you would like to have a tour of the Ignite Space at the Hamilton East Library here in Fishers, Come any time, the library is open, and the librarians here will be more than happy to give you a tour. And it's my pleasure to have Sophie Foley with me today. She has just graduated from Fisher's High School. Graduation was just a few days ago. And along with her partner, Lauren Higginbotham, who unfortunately couldn't join us, uh, the two of them teamed up for a C-SPAN documentary video, which garnered them second place nationally. And if you're uh, accessing this through my LarryAndFishers.com blog, uh, there's a, I'll put a, a, a link in there so you can see the video. It's about five minutes long, and it's, it's definitely worth watching. So, um, Sophie, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Now, you're a busy lady with graduation and working in the summer and preparing for for college here. Did you start college August, September? Yes, or? August 15th, so move-in yeah, day. That's going to happen s- sooner than you think. Well, I want to talk about your, your documentary film and the, the title of the film. Tell me if I get it wrong, but I believe it's Students Ruin Free Speech. Yes, the First Amendment. The First Amendment yes. is the issue, and that's the title. So why do you think students ruin free speech? Well, we did it as us as students ruining the First Amendment. It's kind of a, there's a show called Adam Ruins Everything, which is where we got our inspiration from. And it's uh, this guy named Adam, and he goes into depth on certain topics, and he kind of does it in a fun, refreshing way. And um, we thought that would be really interesting on how we would do it for the C-SPAN scholarship. So we did, that's our kind of explanation of the title. And um we just did a deep dive into the First Amendment and how people um, don't realize how much they do use it. So. What I thought was a terrific angle that you and Lauren took is that uh, you actually, even though it's supposed to be a documentary, you actually kind of played roles. Yes. You're the one that's always energetic. Oh, look at this. Think about this. And Lauren's kind of the one like, okay, can I can I go inside? Can I take a nap? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so are you really like that or is that just all, uh, you're just acting the two of you? Uh, it's definitely overplayed, but those are definitely <laughs> our two personalities for sure. Well, that's great. Um one thing you mentioned, and this is something right right off the bat when you started the documentary, you bring up 
the Alien and Sedition Act. Yes. We're talking the early part of the 19th century when that came up. John Adams, our second president, was was in office when that happened. Why did you decide to bring that up early in your documentary? Well, we did try to do kind of chronologically throughout the video how we wanted to bring up the free speech in the First Amendment. So we thought, why not start at the very beginning where it was first developed in the Bill of Rights and then we were not even two presidents later, it was kind of taken away again. So we thought just to show how long it's lasted and it that it does have problems. So we thought just to show the Alien and Sedition Acts and the troubles that free speech has gone through was something we wanted to hit at the beginning and then something we wanted to hit at the end on how it's still having troubles in today's world. Well, yes, and, and anyone who studies history knows that that was a, the earliest attack on the First Amendment. You mm-hmm. couldn't have a First Amendment and the Alien and Sedition Act at the same time. And uh, I, I wanted you to explain it, but I thought that was a, that was a masterful stroke to uh, put that, bring that up early. But I want to talk about some of the people that you have featured in this this documentary film. You and Lauren kind of put it all together and make the points, but you also bring in uh, clips from other people. Uh, were some of these clips done specifically for you, or did you find them in other places? Yes, so the C-SPAN clips on like newsreels were found on the C-SPAN website. We had to include those. But all the people, like all the congresswomen and the politicians, we did interviews personally with them. So all five of our interviewees, we went, met with them, asked them questions, and we um, got those clips specifically for our video. Can I talk about some of the specific people you yeah. talked to? Uh, Susan Brooks, our congressman here from who represents the Fishers area. So you went to her office, and so I, I mean, you, you see her speaking, but you were also there asking mm-hmm. her questions. We were right behind the camera with our questions lined up and ready to go. Well, good. And and yes, she she gave you some good comments. The you you went to see Attorney General for the state of Indiana, Curtis Hill. He gave you comments. Oh, uh, you had a professor from Purdue. How did you link up with him? Yeah. So we thought. For the history part of it, we would want someone who is working in the history part of um, the U.S. And so we found – I believe he was a department head. He was the first name that came up on the Purdue list. And so we emailed him, and he responded. He was our first interview, actually. Really? Yes, okay. and he had a really interesting point of view on it because he was born in England. Well, if you, David Atkinson's his name, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, if you see the clip, you know he he, did, he was not growing up in America. Exactly, this heavy British accent, and and he made a very interesting point that even though the United Kingdom is is known as as one of the bedrocks of democracy in the world, the beginnings of democracy in the world, that his point was their freedom of speech in Britain is much different than it is here, and and not as strong a, a concept in their law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> I just it thought was, you might have was, a comment about that. It was very interesting to figure that out because we, as me and Lauren, have been born and raised here, so mm-hmm. we have had freedom of speech our whole lives. So we never thought that in other places it would be different. Obviously, we knew not everyone had freedom of speech, but he just brought up good points of how he had to transition into our freedom of speech and how it's a lot different, which was, he was a very interesting interview that we had. And I'm sure you were only able to use a small part of what yes. you, but that's part of being a documentary filmmaker, mm-hmm. right? I was I was interviewing a, a documentary filmmaker the other, uh, well, several months ago. He had done a uh, documentary on Richard Luger before he passed away. And I said, uh, what, tell me about the parts you couldn't use. 
He said, you really do want to watch a grown man cry. He said, I, I just hated cutting it, but you had to keep it to a certain, uh, well, you were even worse, five minutes, but his yes. was like longer. But still he had all this on the cutting room floor, the equivalent of that ele- electronically today. You also talked to Senator Todd Young. So uh, I, I guess what I would ask you at this point is how did you go about setting up these these meetings? Did you talk to the staff and the staff work it out or just kind of explain how that worked? Yeah, so we... Me and Lauren made a list of all the people that we thought in our local area who we we didn't even think who we could potentially talk to. We just put a list of everybody that anybody and so we emailed everyone. We found their contact information on how you can contact senators and politicians and all of them and we sent out a ton of emails and those were just the five we got back and they were incredible. We never thought we would really get any back. So to have those like amazing high up kind of politicians and people in our government was a very it was an honor to I would just say to, you did rather well <laughs> yeah, yes. those are pretty big names a- including uh, a lo- another local name Scott Fadness mayor of Fishers uh, you know he had some interesting comments about about the first amendment yes he talked he focused on the social media point of it on how we use social media every day and how that goes hand in hand with freedom of speech and so we thought that was a very interesting uh point of view as well and that's why we brought up social media and part of our video and how people think just because you have freedom of speech you can use it disrespectfully and it's we brought up again that the government can't stop you from using freedom of speech but you should still try to be respectful on yeah, the internet i like the way you set that up because you and lauren were talking i think it was outside you <laughs> shot that scene outside it was looked cold that it, day. Was, it was in january <laughs> so it was a little cold <laughs> so you were cold out there trying to get probably hurrying up to get it done and uh, it was it was uh, lauren who made the point i'm not even 18 i can't even vote, why should this be important to me? And that's when you brought up social media. Mm-hmm. And the fact is the, the the ability to use social media the way you want within certain legal you know, uh, boundaries, but the, the fact that you can say anything reasonable on social media, that is not true elsewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So that I'd like the way you set that up. Talk about why you decided to bring social media into this discussion. Yeah, we well, like you said, Um, ours was a student scholarship and so we thought well students can't vote they can't do the freedom of speech thing so we wanted to bring up how they use it in their everyday lives and so and social media has blown up over the years we haven't really lived in a world without it because we were young when it first came about so it's something we use every day that freedom of speech uses that's how we use freedom of speech as much as anybody else does so we wanted to bring the students back into the conversation yeah, my, my twin daughters are 25, and it was just beginning to be big when they were in high school and junior high. So, no, I, I know all the angles of, uh, of social media. Some of it's not so much political as social, trying to get social boundaries out there. That some of the bullying that's uh, been uh, documented uh, either is on social media or started you know, on social media. So it's a big part of uh, the, of your lives as you're in high. And you, for you, you, I mean, it's probably ever since you got your phone exactly. or a computer, access to a computer, you would you would have that. So um, uh, one other thing I saw, you, you you played a small clip of Colin Kaepernick. Why? Tell me about why you chose that. 
So we tried to bring up um, current freedom of speech issues, and we thought one of the biggest ones that almost anyone in the country could relate to was the freedom of speech of the kneeling that Colin Kaepernick did and how people were fighting him for it. And so we just tried to bring up current issues that people would be like, oh, that is freedom of speech, and that... um, that's what they're trying to talk about in this video. Yes, not just the spoken or printed word. It could be an action mm-hmm. uh, which can convey some sort of speech. Another clip you used that fascinated me was Barry, Mary Beth Tinker. Now, if you don't know who Mary Beth Tinker is, she's with the family of Tinker versus Des Moines School System. Explain why that's such an important case. Well, that gave students freedom of speech in schools. And so that also came up again this year with the walkout for gun rights and all of that. So we thought that was another perfect current issue that works with freedom of speech. And Tinker versus Des Moines was brought up again lately. So it's something that we still use all the time, trying to, students trying to use their freedom of speech, even when schools kind of try to hold it back, not purposefully, but like they don't, they want us to get our education and not disrupt that. But we were trying to have a conversation about it. So we, yeah, we thought that was another current issue that students could relate to and see that that's freedom of speech. I I read that case years ago. And what I remember about it is that uh, the justices wrote that you don't lose your first amendment rights when you walk into a school. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously there are there are, it's a little more complicated than that, but the basic ruling is, hey, you, 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 can't, you can't stifle speech in a certain way mm-hmm. simply because you're, you're a student. And, and let's, uh, student journalists are the ones who really see this firsthand, I think. Have you ever worked in a school newspaper or no, anything else? No, I took else? a photojournalism class, mm-hmm. um, I believe my junior year. And so I kind of had... Um, experience with it, but I never worked in the newspaper or yearbook, but I've worked with them and I've done interviews with them. So I've definitely seen it firsthand. But When did you and Lauren find out you'd, you'd won this award? Oh, it was, I believe it was March. And so we, they announced all the winners on the C-SPAN TV and we found ourselves on the list of winners um, on their website. It was huge. We weren't together, so we immediately called each other, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, we got second. So it was a very uh, honor. It was like a very big honor just to see that all that hard work we did paid off in the end. And paying off, it really did because the, there was a monetary award tied to this. It was fifteen hundred dollars that yes. you split? That's that's yes. is it in scholarship or did they pay you a check or how does that work? Um, it was we got one of those big realtor checks uh, when the C's bank came, which was <laughs> lots of fun. I've never got one of those before, but yes, it's um, scholarship money that we are supposed to use for school, but we don't exactly have to. So mine will definitely be going towards school. So, so you must be looking forward to going to college. I am. Now, what I, do you do? You know what you're going to major in, or have you decided? Yes, I'm going to major in early childhood education at Xavier University. Outstanding, outstanding, and I. I want to talk about a few other issues here. Um, one thing that comes out in, in your documentary, and I think it's at the center of it, and we've touched on it before, but I want you to talk a little more about this because I think it's why you and Lauren chose this. The fact that the United States Constitution and the freedom of speech provision in the First Amendment is so unique in the world, even amongst countries that we believe are a lot like us. Did this have a lot to do with why you and Lauren chose this subject? Um, 
it definitely had a part in it. I think why we chose it in the first place was just how it can be used in every day and how, because our prompt was to use a constitutional amendment that defines our American experience. And we were like, well, there's not really an amendment that defines it more than that. And so, um, but yeah, we, we definitely wanted to bring up how it's different in other countries that even though we see as not equals, but something similarly run than us, don't have that and that we are so different in that way. And it's, we're also different in how we use it in our everyday lives. Um, even though they have, like Atkinson's brought up, he said they have freedom of speech technically as they can talk in amongst themselves, but they have some things that they can't talk about or the government will come get them. And so we were not come get them, but well, uh, stop them from like saying they could so. be arrested or yes. they could, or there could be legal action taken to stop them from publishing yes. it. When we've more or less settled that here in America, you know, there's more or less, you cannot stop somebody from publishing something without a pretty compelling, you know, reason yeah. to do that. Then there's a New York times, I guess it's from years ago. So uh, that's that's pretty well settled here, but not settled in the rest of the world and even a place like Britain where we have a lot of connections. Exactly. So we thought that was a very unique thing that we should bring up and show the difference between the countries. When I first saw the title of your documentary, I thought you were going to go in an entirely different direction. And you sort of went there, but you didn't exactly go there because there's been a huge debate. And you're about to go to college, and so is Lauren. Uh, there's a big debate about free speech on college campuses. I thought that's where you were going to go. You didn't go directly there, but did you have that in the back of your mind, or did that have anything to do with why you and Lauren chose this? Um, it Not exactly college campuses, but we definitely had in mind how free speech affects students and how we should and can use it. And like you said, in clips that we got to, we had to cut out. Atkinson's brought up that students on on Purdue's campus, because that's where he works, they could say and do whatever they want um, in their rights of being a college student. And professors can't stop them. And he talks about how people in class, how if he disagrees with their beliefs that he, they talk about in class, he can't stop them. But he tries to have other students use their freedom of speech and kind of debate and talk it out and see where each other are coming from. So that was a really interesting clip that I was very sad to cut out. But of course. but it was right, right exactly where you were going with this. So um, do you think you'd ever want to do something like this again? I definitely liked the experience that I had with interviews and putting it all together and trying to come up with the concepts. Um, unfortunately, student, the C-SPAN student scholarships, you can't do it after your senior year. But if there's anything like it, I would probably love to do it again. If well, I could. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be opportunities at uh, Purdue or I'm not, you're not going to Purdue, but it's yes. places like Xavier and yes. wherever Lauren may be going. So you may have that chance. It may not be your major, but you mm -hmm. could still certainly get in, involved in something like that. Um, Anything you'd like to say about the experience? Uh, has it been kind of a whirlwind for you? I, I, I got a, unfortunately, I got a, an alert a little bit too late about the C-SPAN bus coming here. I really wanted to get some pictures and talk to you and Lauren there. Did not get the chance, which is why I invited the two of you, and I'm glad you were able to come. But it uh, must be like a whirlwind for the two of you with all the attention you're getting. Oh, yes. It was, it was crazy how it all turned out. We thought we would just get like a little ceremony at school and we would get that check and then it would be that. But we we got 
letters from all all of the people we interviewed and then even people we didn't get to interview they sent us letters I went to city council and got an award from Mayor Fadness and then that whole bus came into the school and oh it's been so crazy with all that's happened and I'm very glad that I decided to do this video because it's been so much fun even how hectic it was. I have to ask this what equipment did you use did you just use your phone did you use a camera I mean I know that it's not easy to do something like this if it's not something you've done before. You're not professionals. You're just doing the best you can. So what equipment did you use to, to shoot all these these scenes that you that were in the non-C-SPAN clips? Yeah, I actually have a DSLR camera. We okay. both do. So we figured out how to do that. And um, we did have – I bought a little mic that I tried to use to try to look a little bit more professional. But, of course, it didn't fit my – camera but oh, no. we would have had a little mic but yeah all I had was a camera so you just had the, the uh, built-in mic on the camera to use because it is hard to hear sometimes but I think it's just because you were we didn't or the have. equipment you had and you just when you did the best you could with with what and that's that's being a filmmaker doing the best you can with uh, with the equipment you have if some other student Fisher Fisher's high school where you and Lauren went or any place else asked you what well, is it worth doing this? What would you tell that person? Oh, absolutely. Like, even if we didn't win anything, just the experience itself was so worth the while. And um, C-SPAN so generous that they give, like, most people money if they turn in the scholarship for it. So even you might even just get a little bit, but it was just the experience of getting interviews and putting the thing together and doing all that hard work and then seeing all that comes out of it, I would say absolutely do it. And we were the first Fishers winners from ever. So that was also really cool. So we hope that we kind of shed some light on that. There is a scholarship that people even in Fishers can do and that hopefully some kids behind us will start doing it as well. So if that did happen, somebody in the Fishers at HSC or Fishers high school came to you and Lauren and said, what advice would you give us? What advice would you give them? Um, for interviews, just send as many as you can. Even if you think they won't respond, like just try your best. We never thought any of them would respond, and we got some great interviews. And then make sure time management is number one. Like we started back in October, even September, with sending stuff out and getting interviews and our ideas in. And so just make sure it's timed out and you know what you're doing and you kind of have a plan. Um and then make sure your subject that you pick, you can go in depth on. Because we had some other ideas that we could have kind of done a surface level um, video on it, but we really wanted to go in depth and make sure we had the six minutes that we could talk about it for. That's that's interesting. So let me ask it this way. Did you come up with the idea, let's do a video first, or did you come up with the idea, let's do a First Amendment something first? Was it just the idea of doing a video that came first, and then you chose a subject from within that? Well, I found the C-SPAN scholarship, and it is a video, and they have a certain prompt every year. Um, so it was more of, let's do this scholarship, and then we figured out that we wanted to do freedom of speech. And so... It did take us a really long time to figure out what we wanted to do, though, because, like I said, we had a lot of ideas. But we kind of figured that this one was the most used and the most um, in-depth thing that we could go back into history and use in today's world. So, Well, any, any la final comments about this experience uh, before we wrap this up? Um, 
No, I just like this is a great experience. Like you said, I would recommend it for anyone. Um, and thank you so much for having me. This has been an awesome experience as well. Well, I've enjoyed having you. I'm really glad you agreed to come. I know you're a busy lady. You're working. You've just had graduation, and you still made time for me. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give that right back to you. Sophie Foley, she uh, was one of two individuals, along with her friend Lauren Higginbotham. They produced Students Ruin Free Speech. It's a great video, and, and hopefully and there's there's links on LarryAndFishers.com. It doesn't take more than five or six minutes to watch. I would hope you take the time to do this. And Sophie, thank you for joining me. My thanks once again to Sophie Foley for joining me on the podcast. It was a pleasure to speak with her. This is the Larry in Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. I write the LarryInFishers.com local news blog from Fishers, Indiana, a suburban city northeast of Indianapolis. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.